All right. Uh, this morning I want to do part two of a Christmas devotion for 2018 entitled The Long-Expected Word of Hope. We'll still be in Luke chapter 2, and we're going to begin with the, the verse we left off uh, with last time, uh, verse 11. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace among those with whom he is pleased. When the angels went away from them into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go over to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. And they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in a manger. And when they saw it, they made known the saying that had been told them concerning this child. And all who heard it wondered, at what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured up all these things, pondering them in her heart. And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen, as it had been told them. So this is the great news promised throughout the Old Testament, glimpsed in Genesis chapter 3, after Adam sinned and and how that one offspring of the woman would be born, who would be the only hope for the sins of the world. And again, this same promise was proclaimed to Abraham and Isaac and Jacob, David, and more. <clears throat> so the multitude of heavenly hosts began by saying glory to God. And proclaiming that on earth peace is appropriated among those with whom God is well pleased. So the question begs, whom is God well pleased? It starts with the glory being given to God. And then it goes to God giving something to mankind. Those whom he is well pleased. Who would that be? In Genesis uh, chapter 3, Adam, of course, as we said, he failed. And we find that even though they might try, none of his offspring have since been able to please God, even unto this day. No, not one. But there is one who has pleased God, the offspring of the woman, the virgin. Uh, this offspring, Matthew twelve eighteen refers back to Isaiah 42 concerning the prophecy of Jesus, saying this, Behold my servant, whom I have chosen, my beloved, with whom my soul is well pleased. You see, Jesus pleased God. And the Father said of his Son in Matthew 3.17, this is my beloved son, with whom I am well pleased. <clears throat> Those are just a couple examples given in the Bible. It's Jesus that is the only one who is well pleased of the Father. 
So now back to the message of hope from the multitude of heavenly hosts. Verse 14. Peace among those with whom he is pleased. Shall we conclude that Jesus is the only one who can receive peace and fellowship with God? Is the good news a great joy only for Jesus, who has pleased God? After all, he is the only one who has never sinned against God in any fashion. 1 Peter 2.22 He committed no sin, neither was deceit found in his mouth. Isaiah 53.9 The prophecy about Jesus. And And they made his grave with the wicked and with a rich man in his death, although he had done no violence, and there was no deceit in his mouth. So in Luke 2.10, the messenger had just said this, verse 10, And the angel said to them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. So how then can sinful, broken peoples from every tribe and nation in the world be found pleasing to God, just like Jesus was? Well, good news, my friend. The Bible is filled with this answer. Jesus came, and he took our place as a sinner, and he was paid our debt as a sinner. Uh, Romans says that, The wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. So Jesus was paid the wages of our sin with his death, and he gave his righteousness unto all who would look to him with great joy. These are whom God is well pleased. 2 Corinthians 5.21 For our sake, speaking of Jesus, he made him to be sin who knew no sin, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. That's good news. You see, Jesus was and is the actual good news. He was the the long-awaited offspring of the woman, the anticipated one, in whom the saints of old found hope. Although the fullness of the good news was veiled in the Old Testament, they did find joy. In trusting God's word as it was given by his prophets, they rested and took pleasure and found delight in looking forward to the long-expected Messiah. And he came, my friend, for those of us who believe in Jesus and for those who will, who God has chosen beforehand, God will be well-pleased. God is well-pleased in those who believe in Jesus. He's our righteousness, you see. Uh, Father in heaven, thank you for your mercy and your grace. Thank you for the good news of great joy in Jesus. Thank you for quickening us, motivating us to believe and to delight in your Son, this one through whom the world was created and through whom we also became a new creation in Christ Jesus. Thank you for the right standing and righteousness and sweet fellowship with God that comes through Jesus. Thank you for loving us and adopting us as your children with an inheritance 
giving us all things, sharing your glory forever. And now as our only hope, you have given us that which we do not deserve, even yourself. Because of your long-expected promise of Jesus, you are well pleased with us who delight in you. Thank you, Lord.